Life is short. Get divorced. Outrageous and opinionated thoughts on how to divorce the things in your life that don't bring you joy. Honestly, Hannah and Just Jen bring you weekly accounts of their ongoing battles around getting it done and how to not take your life too seriously. Life is short. Get divorced. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Life is Short, Get Divorced. I'm Honestly Hannah, and I'm here with Just Jen. Hello. Woohoo. We're back for another great episode this week. We are going to talk. I can't wait to oh. do this episode. So we've had several episodes go live, as, as, our, as our loyal listeners know, and the questions that we have gotten have flooded in, and we have some killer questions and from And thank listeners. you for the questions. This is awesome. Yeah. And we will not get to all of them, and we are saving some of them for other segments, but thank you guys. Yes. And keep them coming. Send us some more questions. Hello at lifeishortgetdivorced.com is our email address. Please, please, please send us some questions. So before we get into all of that, let's remind everyone yet again, I think we should make a song, a jingle out of this. Jingle, jangle, what's the common thread? We've known each other for 15 years and together we share these common experiences. We have had seven businesses, six weddings, five mother-in-law, four divorces, three kids, two house fires, one widow, and zero zero guilt. guilt. All right. Now, Jen. I wanted to say something to you before we get into these listener questions. Have you noticed what amazing trendsetters we really are? We have set the trend of divorcing things. Have you noticed in like the news and the media and pop culture lately, lots of people are divorcing lots of things. I have noticed. Have you noticed? I'm surprised that they're not even using the theme. Life is short, get divorced. I mean, I think they should. describe it. I think they should. I mean, look at Adele. Adele divorced all that weight. Good for her. And she divorced her husband, but that doesn't really matter. No. Meghan Markle divorced the monarchy. Yay for her. And I think people are just, instead of using the term being negative, that they're giving up something. I love the fact that they are divorcing these negative things from their right, lives. So right. let it go, and Charlie. Rebel, Rebel Wilson, right? She She's divorced. She was like all divorcing all the bad habits that she had as well. I think it's really, really inspirational. And I think what we don't, we don't really notice it sometimes in pop culture because it's just part of the next salacious story. But when you really dig down deep, they really are divorcing all the things that don't bring them joy. Well, and they probably have a lot of staff to help them get well, rid of it you know they do. as well. You know they but do. when you don't, you can still divorce a you lot can. of things out of your life that are crappy. So we're going to talk about some of these questions. And one of the things that I've noticed, there's a little bit of a theme in some of these questions. Um, so they, For me, at least. Well, some of these questions were, may not be able to answer. <laughs> I don't but know. Some of them were, um, some of them are like, kind of like what I would tell my younger self or retrospective, like look into the crystal ball and tell your younger self some, you know, really good advice. All right. So you're going to start. You got a, you got a question you want to tee up. You want me to go first? Um, I got one. All right, go. How do you handle things when you don't like your best pal or girlfriend's significant other? Wow. We've so been there, haven't we? I, I mean, even with each other's, right. I'm sure. Exactly. I think less is more. And I think that you have to be respectful of the relationship because you don't know all parameters of the intimate relationship. You don't know. But it's important to sort of, I think, understand what it like. Do you not like them because they don't treat your your best pal or your girlfriend nicely? Or do you not like them because they're just kind of a jerk? Or do you not like them for another reason? If it's personality based and it just doesn't fit your personality, it's really not anyone's opinion. If they're doing something with your friend that you feel is disrespectful, then I feel like we have a yeah. place to say something. Yeah. But you have to, I think, always have a moment where I love you. And our friendship's going to last forever. We don't know how long this relationship, but I love you and I just want to share this with you. 
Yeah, but that is that, bad. That doesn't always go, especially if well, it's someone they're like, oh, lovey-dovey. You have got to be it's respectful so for careful. your friend yeah. of their personal relationship. Be careful what you bring up. Yeah, I think to some degree now looking kind of looking back on it, right? Because honestly, Hannah would just throw down the gauntlet with whatever. Yes, right? she would. And I still do. But in and now in retrospect, I think you're right that a little bit of um, – tolerance is good in that conversation and also sort of sort of a, a like a Switzerland status like you know I may not want to be with this person but you do so I love you so that's okay and just kind of give yourself permission to e- exit the conversation and realize not every relationship lasts forever no none and that of them sometimes do. just being quiet and watchful as you <laughs> form your opinion is okay yeah yeah and you don't have to love everybody just to get along right okay so speaking about not liking people I have a question for you yeah hit me um, one of the questions I thought was really good is, what do you do if your family does not like your significant other? Well, that depends on if you're married or not. Well, let's just assume that maybe they're not married, but they're in a relationship. I Because once you're married, it's... Well, right. Certainly not forever. But I would say that... Again, to my younger self, I would say there is a reason that your family doesn't like this person. So while you may not agree with them, you should at least put your head up and pay attention and maybe start to, you know, take the blinders off a little bit to really understand what's different here. Especially if it's consistent feedback. Right. If they don't like them for a particular reason, perhaps maybe they're too boisterous or maybe they don't talk at all. Like maybe they aren't engaging. Maybe they're very introverted. Yeah. Or maybe they're totally obnoxious. Or maybe they're putting you down like, you know, kind of a passive aggressive way right. and you don't really see it because you think they're great, but everyone else around you is like, he's kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's, I think listening, listening to the cues from the people around you, whether you agree with them or not is helpful in any scenario, right? Whether it's a relationship or work or whatever, but it. it's hard to do. And also you also have to realize how well do you also respect your family members that are giving you the feedback? Yeah. Just like your definitely, friends. definitely. So one listener wrote in um, some questions about sex. Can oh, we talk about sex? Let's go. Um, so, so we're, we're not going to talk about all the sex questions today. I know y'all are really disappointed about that, mm. but generally one person asked us what we wanted to, uh, what we would say about, ask about sex in terms of a relationship and is it really important or how important is it to a relationship? Uh, yeah, it's very important. <laughs> like, that's a stupid question. I don't know. I mean, I think, again, part of and it's not that it's not important. Yes, it's very important. But the level of, I, I think it depends on your age. I don't. You don't? I do not. I do. because well, This is why I'm saying this. Because when you're younger, right, like, you may only have great sex in common. And so in that case, it's not, it's not really a, rela- it's not really the same kind of relationship as when you're older. Sex is a really important component of a long-term relationship. Yeah, but if the sex is good, you might just may want to reconsider the oh, relationship. No. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I call BS on that because you've we've both had people in our lives who we've had great sex relationships with, but they really weren't good long term. I know. That's a shame. Sometimes. I know. I know. I hate that. That's a whole nother story for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Those people will remain nameless as well. Um, OK, so. I, going back to that, though, yes. I would say is that you if you need to have some sort of way to be emotionally tied together and to make a good long-term relationship. Do you think it's more important to be friends than to be, you know, like just which, if you had to rate friends or sex, friends or lovers, which would you rate more important? I honestly think that the friends part is the most important because you have to have mutual respect. 
Yes, I would agree because the sex changes over time and age and this and that and the other. But if you're not decent pals and can't like get along or understanding when maybe somebody's in a different chapter than you are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we think it's important, but it's probably not as important as we would have thought when we were younger. Is that the summary? No, I disagree. (laughs) But I think sex is important in any type of relationship that you have in an intimate relationship. And it always needs to be worked on. Well, yes, but that's, uh, yeah, for sure. I agree with that. But, but like that's not what I having sex once a month. Well, no, I feel just bad being friends. No, I'm just saying it's not as when you're younger, you think sex is everything. But when you're working on a longer term relationship, when you have, you know, things like we've talked about in the past, like kids and houses and jobs and responsibility and all those things, right? It's one more component of a healthier And it gets really complicated. It does. It does. All right. So here's just, here's a sex question for you. Hit me. Does size matter? Uh, I think it does. Do you? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Don't let anyone tell you yeah. any different. Don't like, be fooled, ladies. Yeah, it definitely is important. Enough said. Okay, next question. Oh, I got one. Okay. Okay, so, and you'll be good to answer this. <laughs> All right, how does a young person know whether or not to stay into that job for their quote-unquote career path? Yeah, so if I were to look into the crystal ball from a career path perspective, there are I could write a whole book on that topic. And I would say I I was always very ambitious and and, and still am to some extent. Um, and I was always looking for the next thing, moving to the next thing, wanting to get promoted for the next thing, getting another company, selling another company, building another company, right? Whatever it was. And um, I, while I wouldn't necessarily, I don't have any regrets. I wouldn't do it differently. I would just think about it differently because it has made me manic over the years. And even still today, I struggle with this. Um, and so I would say you, it's really important to enjoy what you do. And my dad used to always say this as well. And I, um, and at times in my life, I've had very limited opportunities to really love what I do, but it's rare. And I was always chasing the next raise and the next paycheck and the next, you know, promotion. So I would say that if you could, if I could go back and tell myself anything, and then I would actually listen to telling mm-hmm. myself anything, because that's also a difficult thing. I don't listen. Um, I would say just manage that because the your job isn't everything. And for me, my whole life, it has been, even to the point where just recently, I've gotten my first hobby. Like, I don't have any hobbies. I've just started a hobby. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this what people do in their spare time and they're not working? I had no idea. This was like, you could have fun and not just work all the a time. A hobby and a podcast. And work. Yeah. Three whole things. Well, you're doing great on it, by the way. What would you tell uh, your younger career minded self? I am in the mindset is that if you find what you, if you do what you love, that the rest will really take care of itself. However, if what you love to do does not pay the bills, you've got to have an alternate yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Because I have always loved, I love my company and my work, but it also does not afford me enough. So I have had to go look for other yeah. work projects, things. So I'm always hustling for projects because either I want to go on vacation or we want to get something or maybe the kids might need something. It's always about hustling for that next job to, to right. basically afford what you want. I don't feel that way. And I haven't for the last couple of years because... I also know what I'm happy with. And I've also crossed a lot of things off my list now that I'm in my 50s that I didn't do when I was in my 30s. Right. but And and you've crossed off things on your list that you've gotten because of as a result of all that hustling. But wouldn't you rather go back and tell yourself to be, you know, less material, less other things so you could be more even and happy? Yes, but I watch women of all ages. We are very driven. 
And if you are driven to go towards work, you should follow that passion, whether or not you have a hobby, because you will be really good at it. Yes, but that's different. That's not what I'm saying. I know. But what I also feel like is sometimes people get that passion of wanting to be driven and that they think they're driven just for money, but in their career path, but they're just driven. Yeah. And so don't be frightened of the driven, let it go after, but that may not be your career path. Right. That's true. It's true. It's, it's a really, I think it's a struggle that, um, to your point, women, I think deal with more frequently than men. And actually maybe we should ask our man next time mm-hmm. about that That's because good idea. I think women struggle with this, that, that needing to have it all or being told they have to have it all. And they don't. <clears throat> and, and they don't. We're both pretty much type A driven people, but there's a lot of friends of ours who are very balanced, more balanced than we are. Yeah. And they have done a great job of having the career, the the family, the nice balance. Now, they may not have the highs and lows of certain things, but they have successfully met their career path. Yeah. But again, we wouldn't be good at we that. We would not be good at no. that. I was exactly what I was going to say. We would not be good at that. And we would not be happy with that. Well, and that's what's really important to know is that when you're looking at your career path, know your personality. If you haven't, if you've ever taken a Myers-Briggs or if you haven't, I suggest you do because it will tell you tremendous amount about the 16 types of, listen, of people, personalities yeah. that you're going to deal with. Yeah. And then you realize not everyone thinks like me. Yeah. And that's good. But I think everybody, when they turn with what their career is, your career might be to, to be my mother's, which was to be a full-time yeah. homemaker. Yeah. And she did a great job. But I had multiple goals. Yeah. And I was real ADD. So, I mean, I had lots of things I wanted to get done. Yeah. And I think everybody deserves their own. Do you find that when you achieve those goals, you're satisfied or do you just chase the next goal? I'm always on to the next yeah. goal. I think that's one of my biggest problems too. Um, it's like, I got it now. Okay. What's the next thing? And I can't, I don't really enjoy. We don't just time. savor the nope, moment. We never do ever. What is that about? And actually we're probably not, nobody really does that to anybody but themselves. Yeah, but I think also we're it fuels like seeing someone else do the next big thing fuels our next our our quest for the next thing. Like so, so in, now that we're telling people, hey, congratulations, you got divorced. Would you say when you accomplish something good, take a break take for a, a break, while, sister? Right? Yeah, enjoy it. Um, there was so much drama in my life for so many years with you know the fire and divorces and husbands who had cancer and blah blah blah. Um, that I um, am in a place right now where there's zero, and there hasn't been for several years, zero drama. And every time everyone asks, anyone asks me, oh, how's it going? I'm like, it's going great. And I have nothing to report. I am happy to report. I have nothing to report because it's I'm really, thing. like I, I've had a lifetime of drama. I don't need any more. I'm good from now on. And guess what? That chapter doesn't last forever either. I know. So savor the moment, right? right? I feel like any day now the whole world could come crashing down. So I feel like I might as well enjoy it now. All right. What's another question? Um, I wanted to talk about a little bit about um, living together. This was another, I know, actually know who sent this listener question in a younger person who is on the brink of potentially moving in with somebody. And so they want to know like, when should you move in? When should you not? Did you, were you, did you live with any of your husbands before marriage? I did. All Um, of them? I lived actually, yes, briefly, but not to an extended amount of time. Like, Actually, every one of them was under six months living oh, together. I don't know if I could calculate that quickly enough, but yes, but I lived like with it all wasn't like before. we lived together two or three years and then decided to like get married and all oh, that. Interesting. So Be- you much more up. of a traditional type. So, were you already planning to get married with those folks when you moved in with them? Yes. Yes, I would say the same for me too. Which to me is not the norm today. No, and I would advocate 
definitely moving in with someone. Totally. You got to check out all areas yeah. of the personality, merchandise, and everything For sure. before you commit. I was at dinner last night with some girlfriends, and they were talking about how <laughs> messy their husbands are and how they, like, um, one one woman used this term, um, like, uh, clutter blind. Like, her husband can't see that leaves stuff everywhere and like never even like just doesn't even notice it. Cause I said, well, what if you don't, you know, it's partly on us because we pick it up. Right. And I had the same with my husband recently, although he's not bad, but if we left it there, how long would you have to leave it there before they notice? And she was like, he would never notice. He would never, ever notice. And those are the kind of things that you don't really see in the beginning when you live with someone until you've lived with them for a while. And then you start to see, can you deal with it? Or is it something that's going to drive you mental? So would you say, my answer would be at least a year to live together. Yeah, for sure. At because least. you have to go kind of through all seasons and chapters to see like what the family dynamics going to be like, what the person is like. The it, family, and, that's a whole nother well, topic. Okay. Do we have a question on family? Yeah, but. Let me just finish that one thought is that realize, think about if somebody may have lost a job during that time or maybe got a job that was like a yes, killer, yeah, high right. profile, you know, busy working all the time. Their dynamic changes. Yeah. Something changes throughout yeah. the year. One of the things that we don't talk about very often, this is what we should, we should have a session with Scott on this topic where um, the, as people change, right. And grow, they don't always grow together. Right. So the job example is a great one. Someone gets this new killer job and they're traveling and they're working and they've got some amazing life and you might be in your same job or a rut. And so you become resentful of them and you don't even realize that it's happening. Meanwhile, they're rocking it and you can't really even be positive for them because you're stuck and you're crazy. All right. Well, let's answer that question. How, cause that was similar to what I was going to ask you is how, do you deal when you when you're together in a relationship and you're on different wavelengths, which maybe maybe just as simple as I'm on the career path, you're not. I I haven't maybe grown as much as a person as yeah. the other person. How do you deal with that? I don't. I have no. I get divorced. I have no. <laughs> maybe there's a pattern there I that have no we have advice for this because I um because I have morphed multiple times, right? And then and then there's been this these these events, these drama events that were woven in, I, um, I am just now getting to the point where like with, with my current husband, where we have the maturity to really call it like it is and talk through it. Like, I think it's a really difficult thing. But also knowing what battle to go towards and what, well, that's all. I mean, to me, I felt like I had kind of in marriage number three kind of realized who the people, who we are, what can change, what can't change. So yeah. much more realistic in terms of like one, you're not going to change anybody at any point at any time. Let's, let's, let's re let's reiterate that for With the a strong exclamation point. You're not going to change anyone at any time. No matter how good you think you are going to be at changing someone. It ain't Ever. happening. So don't be moving in with somebody and think, Oh, he's messy now, but I'll change I've him. got this. He will oh. not change. He will and get it will worse. get worse. <laughs> <laughs> Everything they do today that mildly annoys you will become the biggest annoyance on the planet in five years. And also the things that you were attractive about him will, you will hate. start becoming you will annoying. Hate. Yeah, for sure. Like that foreign accent. That accent. No, I don't hate that. You just don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't really notice it as much as I used to. But um, but yeah, I think that's a really, a really poignant, important point. I think the other thing, too, is to make sure that you're with a person that respects you as the person you are right now, that they don't have weird things on what their expectations are for you yeah but sometimes you don't know that they have those weird things but if you have that conversation at least but you could don't try you to. think it's so it is so hard to have those conversations like you don't have the emotional quotient 
to have those at, at, at younger. And even now at this age, it's still difficult. I would, the biggest thing that I see is that if you could go into proactive, positive therapy, like couples therapy, where somebody, a third party could ask those questions and there's not issues and drama, that's the key. Yes, I've said this before. I've said this a hundred times. I will say it again. The best piece of marriage advice I've ever been given was before husband number three and I got married. They said, go to counseling now while things are good. Amen. Because then you learn how to have some of these discussions and work through some of that. Um, it's a little too late yeah. when the drama happens. <laughs> it's definitely too. Well, because then you're angry and then everything just comes out hateful. So, yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. So, um, so, so is there, is there one big piece of like, retrospective advice you'd give the younger just Jen? Um, go figure out ways to divorce more things than you're probably divorcing now. Yeah. And really don't feel bad about the things that bring you joy in your life because that's what your gut is telling you. So go after what your, makes you happy. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good one. Not what other people tell you will make you that happy. Is, I was going to add that which because it's hard to sometimes discern what's making you happy versus what's making the people around you happy, right? Whether it's your parents or your spouse or your friends, right? Anyone. It's making them happy. Um, I think that's a really good one. I, I would say for me... I would say the biggest piece of advice I give young women generally, because I do a lot of mentoring um, in the in the job I have, is is to really be present, under really pick your head up and look at what's happening around you and the dynamics of the of the people that you're interacting with, because we get really fixated on ourselves, sort of our own like narcissistic view. And sometimes you don't really fully realize that your boss is having other issues or that they're carrying a different bag of crazy. It's not all about you. Right. And, and so to really look at that really carefully. I love, we have a mutual friend of ours that says, don't believe everything you think. Yeah. And I, I love yeah. that because sometimes you're, especially when you're younger, you might go yeah. off on an emotional tangent of something you think about yourself yeah. or another person, yeah. but mostly about yeah. negative about your own self. Yeah. Don't believe what I your know, brain's telling true. you. All right. So these were good questions. I would like to have some more. There's um, more. We should do some oh other my, questions there's more. segments we in the future. We just uh, hit the surface, baby. Yeah. So this was good because it was a little uh, slanted towards some of these sort of younger questions, which I'm a big fan of retrospective in my crystal ball. I love it. Um, so are you divorcing anything gonna, this week? Uh, what are we divorcing? Um, yeah. So I've been struggling. With divorcing things, because I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I have divorced a shit ton of shit. You really have divorced a shit ton of shit. I really feel, I mean, like, Like, just generally. Good Lord. I mean, what have you not divorced? So here's the thing. I mentioned this a bit ago. I finally got a hobby. And so I'm not divorcing things. I'm actually now, like... Adding. Right, because I've made space in my life for What's, other things. That's fantastic. That's beautiful, though. That's Sorry. the way it should be. But here's the thing. You had to divorce a lot of shit before you could even find one thing to add. 50 years of shit I've had to divorce because that's how long it's been since I've, ne- I've never had a hobby. Is that not the saddest thing you've I, ever heard? I Honestly, I don't think that's sad at all because you have a great life. And just because you don't <laughs> have a hobby doesn't really not make you a full person. You're pretty wow. dynamic. But I will tell you that... I think what you've said is that if you don't do the work on the divorcing of the crap in your life, you never get to yeah, the good. Right. You can't have you don't have room because the drama takes up if you if, if the drama was like a like a like a measuring cup, right? Eight ounces in a cup. The drama can, takes up sixteen. It's right? sucks it's so dry. much more than the actual issue. It's just so much energy. And 
just on a side note, is that we're always going to have that drama in our life. So always maybe try to, I think men do a good job compartmentalizing mm. when there's drama that happens. They kind of put it yeah. in their little envelope and compartment. And I don't think we do as well yeah. with that on some things. And if we could learn that, I think it would be We got to find a man for Ask Our Man to talk about that. I think that's a really good topic because you're right. They're very good at compartmentalizing. And women, everything's connected and everything's all, you know, has all this, you know, subtext and meaning. How about you? What are you divorcing this week? Um, I was going to say I was divorcing answering questions, but I mean, it <laughs> seems late. like we've got plenty to do there. I, I'm kind of like you right now. I'm still in a very kind of transitional part of my life and I am divorcing, not looking ahead. Like I'm trying, like projecting is what I would say. Cause everyone's asking, well, what's going to happen? Are you going to do this? You're going to do that. And I don't know. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with right. the fact that I don't know. And I don't know that I would have felt that way two years ago. So oh, I'm yeah. enjoying the moment Good. and not knowing what the future is that's nice that's very it. different that's so different for you it feels healthy oh well that's it feels good. really healthy and i'm not as stressed as i would have been like because i would have felt pressure i would have put pressure on myself yeah. yeah to know what the next thing is yeah. um so you know they say uh, that um so like, uh, shrinks and other therapists and say like no decision is a decision i love hearing that so when you're in a space like that it's okay like oh the forces around you may be asking you to make a decision, but it's okay. Like my decision is I'm not making a decision at this moment. Yeah. Which I think is really powerful. And I just love saying, I have no idea. <laughs> All right. So, um, so we have some great upcoming episodes in the future weeks where we're so happy to have the responses from everyone and listener um, feedback is always critical. Y'all, for us. Thank you so much for the support. I love the fact that people are embracing this on such a positive end and keep those questions coming. Yeah, we love it. it coming. We love it. All right. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Hey there, Honestly Hannah here. We can't thank y'all enough for listening to us, but we want to hear from you. Be sure to hit us up on Instagram or send an email to hello at lifeisshortgetdivorced.com. Or you can support our podcast through our Patreon account, and you can get to that from our website, lifeisshortgetdivorced.com. <laughs>